Sweet 16, sweet 16, sweet 16, sweet 16. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show, episode 40, sweet 16 edition, because Texas Tech survived and advanced, and they are on their way to San Francisco. Lock your doors, Tech. And they're going to be playing at the Sweet 16 against the Dukies. We'll talk more about that matchup here in a, a couple of minutes. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about uh, the first two games of the NCAA tournament for Tech. Um, they opened up on Friday. They played Montana State. And, um, I mean, they just – they played on all cylinders in that game. I mean, it was just – about as perfect of a game as you could have played. Um, they scored ninety-seven points. They could not. They could not uh, basically miss. And yeah, um, what a what a win! And defense travels as usual. And yeah, what a win! And then they ca- they came back today and they played Notre Dame and. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people talking. Oh, that, that you know, this is going to be an easy win. Um, you know, certainly on paper, it looked like that. You know, Tech was quite a bit better than Notre Dame, but it was a knockdown, dragout fight, and it took all forty minutes for Tech to get that victory. And you know, it was it, it was an ugly game. Um, you know, Tech for many stretches, Tech did what. Tech sometimes does, and they had offensive brownouts and couldn't couldn't hit the ocean, but they still found a way to win. And you 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 know you got you got players like you know Marcus Santos Silva that comes up with the key block and then sinks two free throws, which you know Santos Silva not the best free throw shooter, but he sunk two three th- free throws when it mattered most. Um, you know. And, you know, you had McCuller make some key plays. You had O'Banner make some key plays. You know, I think also what hurt Tech today was, you know, Bryson Williams got in some early foul trouble. I think that game looks extremely different if that doesn't happen. Um, But you know what? Win's a win. You're going to the Sweet 16, and you got a date with the Dukies. And I got to tell you, I'm kind of excited. Because Tech has an opportunity to be the team that ends the career of Coach K. And Coach K is currently sitting on 99 tournament wins. And so what they can do is they can deny him his 100th tournament win and then end his career. And and, and, I, and I don't dislike Coach K I really don't, um, but it's it'd be kind of sweet for that to happen, to be honest with you. Um, and here's the deal. Tech is now playing with house money. All the pressure on Thursday is going to be on Duke. You know, Duke's the two seed. They're the higher seed. They're playing for their coach to basically not leave, <laughs> you know, and so, get ready. There's going to be a lot of, like, Coach K slurping this week, and that's fine. I want all of the spotlight 
to be on Coach K and Duke and oh, magical, magical run. That's perfectly fine because this is going to allow Tech to swoop in, fly under the radar, and I think they can beat Duke. And talk about a a sentence I thought I would never utter, you know, five five or six years ago, that I think Texas Tech could beat Duke in the NCAA tournament. This is where we're at. And, again, Tech is playing with house money. The pressure is going to be on Duke. And play your game, Tech, and I think you pull it out. Like I said, I'm not intimidated really by anybody. And, you know, the West is the only region that's chalk. And so you're, you're, you know, if you're, if you're able to get past Duke, then you either got Gonzaga or Arkansas. I think it's probably going to end up being Gonzaga. I'm not intimidated by them either, but you know, we'll see what happens, but you know, tech is playing with house money. And if you told me April 1st, 2021, the, the day of the debacle that tech would be going to the sweet 16 the next year, I would have thought that's crazy. There's no way. Mark Adams came in. He he rebuilt this team, um, and so yeah, all this. And I've seen a little bit of this from some sports media, but they're they're the ignorant ones that basically said, you know, said, oh, you know, he's continuing Chris Beard's legacy. He's not. You know the he brought you know Adams was the one that brought in O'Banner. Adams is the one that brought in Bryson Williams. He brought in Davian Warren, Adonis Arms. You know, Daniel Bacho, Malik Wilson. Adams was the one that convinced McCuller, Santos Silva, TJ Shannon, all to stay. Nadolny, you know, and there was a lot of scuttlebutt that McCuller was on his way out the door if Beard came back. And I think Shannon was probably going to be on his way out the door if Beard came back. So the, the, this this myth of, you know, Adams is winning with Beard's players, that's, that's a falsehood. The system was always Mark Adams. He was the secret sauce. And it's really fun to see it being exposed. So a little bit of an update. I'm, I'm watching the, a little bit of the Texas game, um, and it's currently 38-37 Purdue. Here's Tech fans – I'm going to have to throw a little bit of cold water here, and this is going to be sick, and I'm sorry that I have to tell you this. Oh, there's, you know, country club there. Um, if Texas wins, and there's a very strong chance they can beat Purdue, they're probably going to be in the Elite Eight and have a very legitimate shot to be in the Final Four because of what's happened in the rest of the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, go look it up. The East region has been decimated. Number one, Baylor, gone. Number two, Kentucky. <laughs> they were peacocked out the door by St. Peter's. Um, number three, gone. Number three would be gone if Purdue loses tonight. Uh, so it's it's not a out of realm possibility. This Texas team could cakewalk their way to an Elite Eight bid. If not Final Four, I know I think, and I'll talk a little bit more about kind of where my thoughts on the brackets are because we're about the Sweet Sixteen's about made made up. We've got two more games. We've got this Texas game going on, and then TCU and Arizona playing. But um, 
you know, I, I would still probably lean North Carolina. I think North Carolina was severely um, underseeded, and, you know, Baylor got the best eight seed um, of any of the one seeds, and Baylor still almost won it. I mean, they were, they, you know, North Carolina was up big, like 25 points. Baylor stormed back, and it just, you know, in the end, they ran out of gas. But, you know, I think that North Carolina team was um, a lot better than an eight seed. Should have been, should have been probably seated a lot higher than that. But, you know, uh, and, and you got to factor in with Baylor, by the way, that, you know, they've, they've had some major injury issues. So, you know, that, that was a little rough. But by the way, let's talk a little bit about tournament trends. The Big 12's proven that they are most definitely the best conference. Um, at this point right now, they've got three teams in the, in the Sweet 16 with two more teams potentially getting in. Um, now, honestly, I hope Texas doesn't get in. I don't Conference pride out the window with them. Um, but, you know, TCU right now, it's 32-29 Arizona. They're, they're, play, they're hanging tough with, with Arizona. Um, look at Iowa State as an 11 seed. Um, they have been extremely impressive in this tournament. And this is, a, this is an Iowa State team that went winless last year in the Big 12. So, you know, heck of a turnaround by their coach. But, yeah, I mean, the Big 12's proven themselves as the best conference. SEC, they've been proven as a fraud. They're only going to get one team in the um, Sweet 16, and that's, you know, Arkansas. I mean, Kentucky, bye-bye, got peacocked. Uh, Auburn got, you know, run out of the gym today. Tennessee, you know, what happened to them? (laughs) Bye-bye. So this this is uh they they were proven to be frauds. Big Ten hasn't looked that that good either, to be honest with you. So um you know at, at Big Twelve has advertised for sure, and it'll be it's going to be fun um, next week to see what happens in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, Tech still has the toughest road ahead. You know their their region was the only one that went complete chalk. And, you know, certainly Duke is no slouch. Again, I'll reiterate, the pressure's all on Duke. Um, and then you've, you've got either Gonzaga or Arkansas. I, I tend to lean it's probably going to be Arkansas. Or not, or excuse me. I tend to lean it's probably going to be Gonzaga. Um, so, but like the East Regional, um, it's going to, you know, this this Purdue, Purdue team isn't very good. Um, you know, I think... I think the prohibitive favorite now in the East is probably North Carolina. Um, I think they they're probably the best team that's certainly left. Um, you know, so I think Kansas has got a bit of a cakewalk now um, to the Final Four as well. Um, you know, they they're not going to be facing I don't think any horribly tough opponents next week. Um, but it's still Kansas in the tournament, and Kansas is. You know they've lost to inferior teams before in the NCAA tournament, so and and then we'll see what happens with this Arizona. You know if uh, Arizona's kind of starting to pull away now, it's thirty four twenty nine, but um, you know, are they set up to to make a run? We'll see. You know Houston, I was really impressed with them. You know they've they've looked really really good. Which by the way, they're at future Big Twelve school <laughs> that's in the Sweet Sixteen. So. Um, it, it's going to be interesting uh, to see what happens. Um, it's been a wild tournament, you know, obviously, you know, I had Kentucky in, the, in one of my brackets in the final four and well, that kind of blew up. I also had Illinois in one of my brackets in the final four and that, 
that blew up on me as well. Um, you know, but uh, it, you know, I thought St. Peter's, I mean, who, who would have ever heard of them before? Also, uh, you know, New Mexico state, they finally broke through and got, got through that first round. They, they have gotten extremely close multiple times and they were able to break through. Um, and then they, they lost yesterday and then they lose their coach, which, you know, I, some people are so dumb. I was reading comments, you know, he shows no loyalty. Well, he's making, I mean, he was making like peanuts compared to other coaches. I think his salary was like $300,000 and yeah, that's a lot. Heck I'll go coach for $300,000. But, um, you know, if you look at the coaching salary world, that's nothing. And, and what he's been able to do at New Mexico state was, was pretty remarkable. And, um, I was a bit surprised he went to Mississippi State. I, I think there are other jobs that are better than that, but you know, he's going to get a good payday, and I think he'll do pretty decent at at um, Mississippi State. And I think New Mexico State will be fine too. I mean, they've they've kept this going through multiple coaches now, um, and so they they have the athletic program, and you know that they've been able to build it up, and they, you know, good for them. So. Um, other big sports news this week. Let's talk a little bit about tech baseball. I didn't get to see the games because unfortunately it was on like, you know, big 10 plus, which you have to pay for. And I even looked up how much they, you know, they were, they were wanting me to pay $79 for, you know, a year subscription, you know, no, thank you, (laughs) especially with gas prices the way they are. So, but they, they ended up splitting, uh, splitting with uh, Iowa this weekend. They won yesterday and then they lost six to three. You know, I hate losing, um, but, you know, this team still pretty solid, I think. You know, they've got a non-conference this week against Cal Baptist, and then Big 12 play opens, and what a way to open up Big 12 play. You're you're going to be facing off with uh, UT, who's number one in the nation, prohibitive favorite to win the Big 12. I hate that it's, it's the opening conference series, um, but, you know, let's – they're, they're going to have to come to Lubbock and should be a fun one this weekend. And the good news, since it's in Lubbock, it'll be on ESPN Plus. So we won't have to deal with the debacle of last year where it was on Longhorn Network. Not only was it on Longhorn Network, but then it was on like tape delay with Longhorn Network. I didn't know we were in the 1970s with the Longhorn Network where we have to show games on tape delay in 2021. So we don't have to deal with that. Should be should be a fun series. I still think this team is is in that you know that top end of the Big 12. Um, you know, I, I think it stinks that they're going to have to play their you know Texas this early on, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I still think, you know, they were picked to finish 3rd. And I think that's still a, a pretty fair um, prediction. You know, Oklahoma State has had a little, a few more impressive victories against, um, you know, like Vanderbilt than than they have. So looking at the brackets, Iowa State and Miami will play in a Sweet Sixteen game. That should be fun. And how about that? Iowa State has a legitimate shot. It's because that's going to be an eleven ten matchup. Iowa State is going to have a legitimate shot of going to the Elite Eight one year removed from being winless in the Big 12. Just and 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 I mean, this is a team that like basically like 
Tech, you know, <laughs> held them like 41 points in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, just they just put a beat down on them. So, you know, pretty pretty remarkable. I got some bad news, everybody. Uh, Texas has taken the lead. Get ready for if they go to the Sweet 16, they're going to be, oh, they'll be slurping all over themselves. And, you know, they haven't really beaten anybody, but that's okay. We'll let them slurp all over themselves and, you know, they still have to live in Austin. I mean, that's punishment enough as it is. So, and I am their mascot is a, a hamburger. I mean, really. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, it's March Madness. It's been fun to watch thus far. You know, I expect next week, weekend, week and weekend's games are going to be just as fun, just as entertaining. And ooh, TCU's uh, coming back a little bit. It's not, they're now down by two. Just real remarkable, by the way, TCU, number nine seed. They're holding their own against the one seed Arizona. I mean, just it's just really illustrative how good this Big 12 conference was this year. Because, you know, even, even if, like, like, Baylor, like I said, Baylor, they ran into a team that was better than an eight seed. And they've had all sorts of injuries, and they still almost won the game yesterday. This is a very solid conference, and it's been it's. I mean, it. I mean, we knew that we having having experienced it all year long. I mean, what type of day in day night battle, uh, you know, day in day out battle that you know tech tech had to deal with, and to finish third in that conference, real remarkable, you know, and you know. So, but bottom line, Sweet 16, how about that? It's awesome news, and it's going to be fun. Tech, you're playing with house money. Remember, all of the pressure, all of the pressure is on Duke. Just remember that, Tech. So, we're going to take a break. Um, I have a few listener questions, and we'll get to those when we come back. And welcome back to this edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. And we're going to get to some listener questions. Again, the best way to ask me questions, and I, I most questions I will read on the air, there, I will tell you I, there has not been a question yet that I have not read on the air. So just FYI on that, is to follow the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter Show, which is at the C Carp Show. And... I usually tweet, in fact, I tweeted out this morning that I would be recording after the Tech game, and just, uh, you can reply and ask any question that you want, and I will I will get to your question. So, uh, first question is, this is Gary from Houston, and Gary from Houston is asking about my thoughts on the women's um, NCAA tournament so far. So, I'll be, I'll be really honest with you, I have not watched really any of the women's tournament, you know, the lady Raiders are not in it. And, you know, just everything's kind of been gobbled up with the, um, with the men's tournament, to be honest with you. Um, um, I'm happy that Baylor is out. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, it would have been better if it was Kim Mulkey Baylor out because, you know, I can't stand that woman. She, and she's at LSU now and she's still, I don't know how she gets away with griping at the refs. But, um, you know, I, I, I guess, like I said, I haven't really watched a whole lot of the women's tournament. I think that's been the big upset. I hope Texas goes out soon, too, because 
their coach, Vic Schaefer, I mean, that guy's a hothead bozo. He's like Jawan Howard. Punch, you know, he, he tried to fight our coaches, so we need him to go out soon. Um, you know, I guess I'm for Tennessee in the women's tournament. Um, my friend Anthony, he's a big Lady Vols fan, and I don't know, I like Tennessee. You know, the 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 mascot volunteers, the reason that the volunteers it goes back to those that volunteered to go to Texas to fight for our independence. So Tennessee, we I mean, Davy Crockett, Sam Houston, they were very instrumental in us getting our independence. So, you know, I'll go with them. And, the you know, the whole Rocky Top song, it's kind of a cool, it's a cool fight song. So I'd probably lean Tennessee. But, uh, you know, in all honesty, I haven't really listened or uh, paid a whole lot of attention to um, what's been going on in the women's tournament, um, you know, so I, 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 and honestly, I probably won't watch a whole lot anyway, cause it just, just, just not on my radar with, especially with the lady Raiders, um, being out right now. So good question. Um, we've got one more question. This is Jake from Crest. Jake from Crest is asking about what are my thoughts on these other non NCAA tournaments, the NITs, the CBI, and then there's the, it used to be called the CIT. It's called the Basketball Classic now. Um, so, yeah, really good question. I Here's my attitude as a tech fan. I feel like right now we're at a point where if, you know, tech has a bad season, I don't really want the, so like, like a season like Oklahoma had, I really don't have any any desire to have to go to have them go to the NIT. Um, I don't think it really gives you any. I just don't think it really. There's really not a benefit to it, especially because you know the argument's been, oh well, that helps prepare you for next year. Well, th we've got the transfer portal now, and the majority of your team, a lot of times, doesn't come back the next year. And we've seen that. I mean, you know, Tech basically recruited a brand new team from last year. They had five returnees from last year's team. Um, and, you know, that's the system we're in right now. You know, the portal and, and you know, like next year, Tech's going to be basically recruiting a brand new team. I mean, they've got a bunch of seniors and then this whole super, super seniors thing with um, – with the COVID year that, that tech was able to take advantage of and bring these guys in. So I, I don't see a benefit like right now for tech to go to the NIT. Um, the other two tournaments, no, no, uh, I have no desire to be deal, deal with them. Um, you know, UTEP, I follow UTEP and UTEP is currently playing in the basketball classic. And I mean, they won yesterday and I guess it's fine. Um, I think the problem UTEP is going to have, and it's, it's not UTEP, it's just all these men majors is you're going to, you're going to see your, your, your big time players from those mid majors entering to the transfer portal. And so, you know, that's, that's the problem with the transfer portal because, um, I, there's an ironic commercial, on right now the NCAA is doing and I don't know I don't want to comment on it because I'd probably get canceled because uh, it has to do with some things going on in, in athletics of of the NCAA right now 
who they're allowing to compete <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so like for tech, I'm not a big fan of going to those tournaments. Um, I just don't see the benefit of them. I think what's happened, especially because you have so many mid majors that are in these one and done tournaments, and it's unfortunate that a lot of teams it's it's very difficult to get in the NCAA tournament if you're in a one and if you're in a one bid league. Um, you know, I, I I get why they would be raring to go to the NIT or the uh, the CBI is the one that's the big ripoff because you got to pay to be in it. I don't think UTEP's paying to be in the basketball classic, but I, I get why those t- those teams would want to compete in those um in those types of tournaments. But like for tech, I'm not I'm not real big on on doing it right now. I just don't I don't see the benefit um if you're not in the big dance, honestly. I think your your time is better served going out recruiting and especially getting to that portal because that you know the portal is going to be uh it's going to continue to fill up, you know, in the next couple of weeks as as teams seasons and um so it'll be interesting to see what happens. So um, good question. Got one more question. We've got Macy from Navasota and, and Macy from Navasota is asking, what are my thoughts on the final four being in stadiums? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I think the, I've, I've, you know, read different accounts from different basketball players that they basically, uh, you know, say that it really makes it difficult to shoot effectively when you're when you're um, playing in those types of stadium um, environments, and yeah, I get, I kind of get that. It's never going to go back to what it was before. I mean, I remember the last time it was 1996 was the last time the Final Four was in a non-stadium arena, and that was in uh, it was in East Rutherford, New Jersey, where the Nets used to play. Um, but it, they're not going to put that genie back in the bottle um, because. There's just so much. I mean, this tournament's about making money, which is, again, why I said, you know, back in January when the Omicron was kind of breaking out that there was no way <laughs> they were going to cancel the tournament again, that they would find a way to have it, um, you know, like they did last year. Uh, fortunately, you know, we're, we're in a position now where, you know, we were able to have a little bit more normal NCAA tournament this year with different sites. But, yeah, they're they're not going to go away from – the stadiums and it stinks, but it is what it is. Um, I kind of wish I like, I like that there's more Texas sites now, you know, Fort Worth got to, got to be a site, which by the way, and I, I really, I'm not, I try not to bash Baylor that was there, but if you look at the stands in Fort Worth versus the stands in San Diego, it was half empty in that Fort Worth arena. And so, and that's where Baylor was playing. And you would have thought, oh, hey, you know, right down the road. I guarantee you it would have sold out big time if you brought, if you had Tech playing Fort Worth. Because I can tell you there was a ton of fans in San Diego, ton of Tech fans in San Diego. And I guarantee you there's going to be a ton of Tech fans next week in San Francisco. Now, I would give them some advice. Be careful. You're in San Francisco. Watch where you step. Watch, watch who's around you. <laughs> but you know that to me that was just kind of interesting to see there so um but yeah the it, the sites i think the sites are what they are um 
But yeah, it's cool that that Texas got some sites. You know, um, probably the nearest site to us is going to be that Fort Worth, or they'll you know they'll probably play in Dallas again. You know, I remember a few years ago when Tech played at the Dallas site. I mean, it was it was a home game for Tech um, again. So, um, but yeah, that that would. Um, the stadiums aren't going away. So anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then I'm going to come back with the Chris Carpenter Chip of the Week. And welcome back to the Chris Carpenter Show. It's now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And my Tip of the Week is going to be a movie recommendation. Um, I went went to the movies yesterday because Tech wasn't playing, and I saw the movie The Outfit and really, really fun movie. Um, basically, it is it it takes place in mobster era Chicago, and I don't want to say a whole lot about the plot because I don't want to ruin it. But it's a it's it was a fantastic movie. Um, it's it was probably a very low low cost movie because they didn't use a lot of movie sets. Most of the action took place on one set, but it was just really really entertaining movie um not getting a lot of advertisement but you know if you if you know you you're looking for a movie and if that you like suspense and you're kind of into that mobster era chicago it, it i would i would give it a recommend um and I, you know it's i think it's in limited release so probably you want to go you know pretty soon this week um to go see it, but pretty, pretty great movie. But anyway, um, that is my tip of the week. That's, uh, go see the, the outfit movie. Um, so I will be back next Saturday at some point. Um, again, here's, here's how the schedule is going to be dictated. Um, I'm going to, if tech wins Thursday, they'll play Saturday and they'll play probably Saturday evening at some point. So, um, my plan is, to record after the tech, uh, after the tech game. Yeah, hopefully, that's our plan. That so tech will be in the elite eight, and we'll record after that. If tech loses on Thursday, then I will record sometime on Saturday. But you know, like I said, tech is playing with house money. The pressure is all on Duke. Just remember that the pressure is all on Duke, and it's currently tie ball game. Purdue, please. For America, eliminate the Shorthorns. I will see you next week for the Chris Carpenter Show.